This is Laura looking for love, and in this episode, because of Thanksgiving, I wanted to talk about the topic of family. And family is a really relatable topic because it's not culture-specific. No matter where we live in the world, family is probably one of the biggest influencers of our human experience. It's within the context of family where we learn our first lessons. And even if in this lifetime we grew up without family, it is still a huge influencer, as the lack of being part of something that is considered quote-unquote normal often becomes the focus of a person's experience if they don't have it. So for those people who grew up within the traditional family, it often is a source of frustration because there's a lot of different dynamics that play out within the context of a family. And for those who didn't grow up in the traditional family, there is a constant awareness of having that missing, right? And not to say that everyone experiences that way, but it's just those two examples are common experiences on each end of the spectrum. And the idea of family has been pretty much programmed to be so crucial to our human existence that if we don't have what we think is normal, quote-unquote normal, we often feel deprived and it begins to form our sense of self. So why is family such a huge influencer? Well, it goes way back to the beginning of humanity when survival often depended on groups, which started with the family unit. There were environmental factors such as weather, wild animals, and other tribes that would fight for resources, and our survival instincts would have us coming together for the group survival. Over the years and as generations passed, our evolution as humankind led us to build buildings, technology that would protect us from these dangers, and we would no longer have the need to constantly access our primal fear response that kept us safe all those generations back. But even though the environment has changed, our relationship to our fear hasn't. We still hold on to our fear reflex. But now, in modern times, this fear reflex is often used when it's not needed. So more and more, we're seeing things like helicopter parenting, controlling spouses, fear, and abuse as a means to control. And it's all in the name of quote-unquote love. I love you, so I must control you. I must keep you close and safe. But as logical beings... If we ask ourselves each time where this fear is coming from, and if in fact allowing our loved ones to explore and make mistakes would lead to something catastrophic like death, most of the time the answer would be no. Logically, there is no need to have that much fear in most everyday situations. There of course is still a need for us to have this fear response in times of true physical danger, but we often use it for so much more than that. Not only do we fear danger that may affect our loved ones, but we also fear what will happen to us if our loved ones choose to leave us. We may feel lonely, we may feel vulnerable, we may feel out of control and helpless. And it also says a lot about one's own self-worth and self-love when they have so much fear and that need to control. So just like with life, family has the exact same dynamic. Life is this huge spectrum of all that is good and all that is bad, all that is happy and all that is sad. The more joy you allow yourself to experience, the more pain you open yourself up to. Those who live in the mid-range of muted emotions often don't experience the high highs, but they also avoid experiencing the low lows. And it makes sense, right? For example, let's say you have two little kids. One wants to climb a hill to see the beautiful view below. The other is okay with a partial view because he's scared to climb all the way to the top. When the child who climbs to the very top sees the beautiful unobstructed view of the city, he feels like he's on the top of the world, right? He's so happy. But when he looks down, he realizes that if he falls, he'll fall a lot harder than his friend who is halfway down. So the higher you soar, 
the harder you can potentially fall, and it's a risk. So life is made up of people who decide to live at different altitudes, not depending on their ability, but on their level of fear. And when you look at family, you have the same type of spectrum. With families, there is often an intense amount of love between parent and child. But like we saw earlier, usually when there's an intensity on one side of the spectrum, there's an equal amount of its opposite on the other. It's what we call a dichotomy, and that dynamic is what makes up this world. So in a family that is filled with love, you often see its opposite pop up. And what is the opposite of love? Fear. Just as love is the highest energetic vibration on the planet, fear is the lowest. It's lower than rage. It's lower than hate. Fear immobilizes humanity and will suck a spirit dry. And so sometimes when we feel like our family will drive us nuts and when we feel guilty about feeling this way, it's actually really normal and common. That's why there's so many comedy movies about dysfunctional families, especially during the holidays, because it's where the most love is, but it is also where the most fear is. And as spirit, we don't like fear. So if we don't know what to do with it, we avoid it. And there are many families that have been pulled apart simply due to the presence and avoidance of fear. We may place blame on the person, but a person is just a representation of energy. When we no longer are avoidant of certain energies, we'll find ourselves being okay with the people who have embodied those energies. So again, family drama is all about programming versus freedom. We're programmed to be drawn to our family due to our DNA of survival, but if we're really in tune to our spirit, we are also resistant and repulsed by the energy of fear that arises after the love. It's this constant push-pull. And what I mean about fear after love is a resistance to losing the loved one, the family member, the child, etc. So for example, if you've ever been in a relationship where you or your partner were so scared that the other would leave, that is the fear I'm talking about that sometimes is birthed when you love someone. It may start out as love, and once that recognition is there, fear kicks in saying, I love this person, I don't want to lose them, and then control kicks in, and sometimes even abuse. So eventually that love morphs into codependence, and eventually it stops being love altogether because fear completely takes over. There was a movie back in the early 90s called Defending Your Life with Albert Brooks and Meryl Streep, and I love that movie. It was really ahead of its time then, and still is now, but it's packaged in this easy-to-watch comedy. But the theme is all about fear. So Meryl Streep and Al Brooks in the movie have basically died, and they're in Judgment City. And they have to go through this trial to decide if their spirit can advance, or if they have to come back to Earth to be reincarnated and to try to learn their lessons again. And no one in Judgment City wants to come back to Earth. It's like hell, right? Like, I don't want to go back to Earth. And the funny thing about the judgment is that it has nothing to do with morals. None of the cosmic judges were deciding people's fate by the amount of money they donated to charity, how good they were to others. It was about how fearful they were during their time on Earth. And even though it was comedic and entertaining, I found so much truth in it. Life is about learning how to separate from fear that holds us back. The fear is what keeps us disconnected from our true spirit. And if we are really connected to our spirit without fear, then we can do what we came to this earth to do, which is use our unique gifts to benefit ourselves and humanity. It's to contribute, but to contribute in a way where we are most powerful. So if you're in a job that you hate, even if you're doing good work, you aren't contributing your unique gifts because you're not happy there. There's no flow. And most of us are in jobs that 
you know, we're resistant to. It's work is work. Work is hard, right? That's the programming. Work is hard. Fear, security. And most of it goes back to the programming that, quote unquote, I must provide for the family. So I will give up all my dreams and my gifts because it is just too risky. So if you can master being part of a family without losing your sense of self, then you can basically master life. It starts there. Everything from the deepest love to the most horrific fear resides in the family unit. So I'll leave with that. It's a short one since I'm recording this on Thanksgiving and I want to have some time to rest, but I do have a few announcements. From now until Cyber Monday, I'm having a huge sale on most crystals and crystal jewelry online, and all sale items will include a psychic reading on the crystal for you or the recipient. So it's a really good way to get a taste of spirit-to-spirit communication if you've been interested but not ready to take the leap for a full session. Also, from now through Sunday, I have a limited time reading healing focused on family just the topic of the day. So on top of the normal spiritual counseling and reading sessions that I provide, I will also provide a free family healing as a bonus. If you're really working family stuff and need some extra help, this is a really good one. I don't offer healings on a regular basis because I feel that communication is really at the heart of the spiritual empowerment work that I do, and I give information that will allow you to heal yourself. However, an energy healing is kind of like going to the Korean day spa. So we can clean ourselves, we can give ourselves a bath, but sometimes there are those hard to reach places. So we go to the Korean day spa and the woman will get their sandpaper washcloths and scrub away a whole layer of dead skin cells so you're left feeling like a baby's bottom all new again and so that's basically what an energy healing is but for your spirit body and so for a limited time I am offering to be your Korean day spa scrubber to help you with that built-up energetic junk and you can totally do it yourself but I can really reach areas and get up in there So if that doesn't repulse you and you get what I'm saying, you can go to thebonsaibabes.com for more info, and I will be back here next Friday.